Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast and radio program that runs Monday through Saturday. My name's Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasov, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a one-year Bible, you can find a link to the reading plan from our website at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com and in the show notes on your favorite podcast app. This podcast is recorded from Zoom, where we do our live streams daily at 10 a.m. Pacific. Details can be found in the show notes as well as our website. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain, and as such, these programs are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't do that, you can still hit that share button on your podcast app. Share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your X feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes and the website, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is October 9th, and that means it is day 282 of the one-year Bible. Day 282 is going to start us out in Jeremiah chapter 12. So if you want to get turned there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your word, for your truth. Thank you that your Bible is available here freely for us to read anytime. God, we ask that this podcast and radio program would go out across the world. We ask, Lord, that you would send us your Holy Spirit, have him inside of us, telling us how to understand your word today. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 12, we are starting in verse 1. You are righteous, Yahweh, when I contend with you, yet I would like to plead a case with you. Why does the way of the wicked prosper? Why are they all at ease who deal very treacherously? You have planted them. Yes, they have taken root. They grow. Yes, they produce fruit. You are near in their mouth and far from their heart. But you, Yahweh, know me. You see me and test my heart toward you. Pull them out like sheep for the slaughter and prepare them for the day of slaughter. How long will the land mourn and the herbs of the whole country wither because of the wickedness of those who dwell therein? The animals and birds are consumed because they said, He won't see our latter end. If you have run with the footmen and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with horses? Though in a land of peace you are secure, Yet how will you do in the pride of the Jordan? For even your brothers and the house of your father, even they have dealt treacherously with you. Even they have cried aloud after you. Don't believe them, though they speak beautiful words to you. I have forsaken my house. I have cast off my heritage. I have given the dearly beloved of my soul into the hand of her enemies. My heritage has become to me as a lion in the forest. She has uttered her voice against me, therefore I have hated her. Is my heritage to me as a speckled bird of prey? Are the birds of prey against her all around? Go, assemble all the animals of the field, bring them to devour. Many shepherds have destroyed my vineyard. They have trodden my portion underfoot. They have made my pleasant portion a desolate wilderness. They have made it a desolation. It more to me, being desolate. The whole land is made desolate, because no one cares. Destroyers have come on all the bare heights in the wilderness, for the sword of Yahweh devours from the one end of the land even to the other end of the land. No flesh has peace. They have sown wheat and have reaped thorns. They have exhausted themselves and profit nothing. You will be ashamed of your fruits because of Yahweh's fierce anger. Yahweh says, concerning all my evil neighbors who touch the inheritance which I have caused my people Israel to 
to inherit, behold, I will pluck them up from off their land and will pluck up the house of Judah from among them. It will happen that after I have plucked them up, I will return and have compassion on them. I will bring them again, every man to his heritage and every man to his land. It will happen if they will diligently learn the ways of my people to swear by my name as Yahweh lives, even as they taught my people to swear by Baal, then they will be built up in the middle of my people. But if they will not hear, then I will pluck up that nation, plucking up and destroying it, says Yahweh. Next, we continue with Jeremiah chapter 13, starting in verse 1. Yahweh said to me, Go, and buy yourself a linen belt, and put it on your waist, and don't put it in water. So I bought a belt according to Yahweh's word, and put it on my waist. Yahweh's word came to me the second time, saying, Take the belt that you have bought, which is on your waist, and arise, go to the Euphrates, and hide it there in a cleft of the rock. So I went and hid it by the Euphrates, as Yahweh commanded me. After many days, Yahweh said to me, Arise, go to the Euphrates, and take the belt from there which I commanded you to hide there. Then I went to the Euphrates, and dug, and took the belt from the place where I had hidden it. And behold, the belt was ruined, it was profitable for nothing. Then Yahweh's word came to me, saying, Yahweh says, In this way I will ruin the pride of Judah, and the great pride of Jerusalem. This evil people, who refuse to hear my word, who walk in the stubbornness of their heart and have gone after other gods to serve them and to worship them will even be as this belt which is profitable for nothing. For as the belt clings to the waist of a man, so I have caused the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah to cling to me, says Yahweh, that they may be to me for a people, for a name, for praise, and for glory, but they would not hear. Therefore you shall speak to them this word. Yahweh, the God of Israel, says, Every container should be filled with wine. They will tell you, do we not certainly know that every container should be filled with wine? Then tell them, Yahweh says, behold, I will fill all the inhabitants of this land, even the kings who sit on David's throne, the priests, the prophets, and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with drunkenness. I will dash them one against another, even the fathers and the sons together, says Yahweh. I will not pity, spare, or have compassion that I should not destroy them. Hear and give ear. Don't be proud, for Yahweh has spoken. Give glory to Yahweh your God before he causes darkness and before your feet stumble on the dark mountains. And while you look for light, he turns it into the shadow of death and makes it deep darkness. But if you will not hear it, my soul will weep in secret for your pride. My eye will weep bitterly and run down with tears because Yahweh's flock has been taken captive. Say to the king and to the queen mother, humble yourselves, sit down, for your crowns have come down, even the crown of your glory. The cities of the south are shut up, and there is no one to open them. Judah is carried away captive, all of them. They are wholly carried away captive. Lift up your eyes and see those who come from the north. Where is the flock that was given to you, your beautiful flock? What will you say when he sets over you as head, those whom you have yourself taught to be friends to you? Won't sorrows take hold of you as of a woman in travail? If you say in your heart, why have these things come on me? Your skirts are uncovered because of the greatness of your iniquity, and your heels suffer violence. Can the Ethiopian change his skin, or the leopard his spots? Then may you also do good who are accustomed to do evil.
evil. Therefore, I will scatter them as the stubble that passes away by the wind of the wilderness. This is your lot, the portion measured to you from me, says Yahweh, because you have forgotten me and trusted in falsehood. Therefore, I will also uncover your skirts on your face, and your shame will appear. I have seen your abominations, even your adulteries, and your neighing, the lewdness of your prostitution on the hills in the field. Woe to you, Jerusalem! You will not be made clean. How long will it yet be? Now we continue with Jeremiah chapter 14, starting in verse 1. This is Yahweh's word that came to Jeremiah concerning the drought. Judah mourns, and its gates languish. They sit in black on the ground. The cry of Jerusalem goes up. Their nobles send their little ones to the waters. They come to the cisterns and find no water. They return with their vessels empty. They are disappointed and confounded and cover their heads. Because of the ground which is cracked, because no rain has been in the land, the plowmen are disappointed. They cover their heads. Yes, the doe in the field also calves and forsakes her young because there is no grass. The wild donkeys stand on the bare heights. They pant for air like jackals. Their eyes fail because there is no vegetation. Though our iniquities testify against us, work for your name's sake, Yahweh, for our rebellions are many. We have sinned against you, you hope of Israel, its savior and the time of trouble. Why should you be as a foreigner in the land and as a wayfaring man who turns aside to stay for a night? Why should you be like a scared man, as a mighty man who can't save. Yet you, Yahweh, are in the middle of us, and we are called by your name. Don't leave us. Yahweh says to this people, even so they have loved to wander. They have not restrained their feet. Therefore, Yahweh does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish them for their sins. Now we are going into the New Testament. We are in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, starting in verse 1. Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the assembly of the Thessalonians in God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We always give thanks to God for all of you, mentioning you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and perseverance of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ before our God and Father. We know, brothers, loved by God, that you are chosen and that our good news came to you not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with much assurance. You know what kind of men we showed ourselves to be among you for your sake. You became imitators of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you became an example to all who believe in Macedonia and in Achaia. For from you the word of the Lord has been declared, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith toward God has gone out, so that we need not to say anything, for they themselves report concerning us what kind of a reception we had from you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Next, we continue with 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, starting in verse 1. For you yourselves know, brothers, our visit to you wasn't in vain, but having suffered before and been shamefully treated, as you know, at Philippi, we grew bold in our God to tell you the good news of God in much conflict. For our exhortation is not of error, nor of uncleanness, nor in deception, but even as we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the good news, so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God 
who tests our hearts. For neither were we at any time found using words of flattery, as you know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness, nor seeking glory from men, neither from you nor from others, when we might have claimed authority as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Even so, affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not the good news of God only, but also our own souls, because you had become very dear to us. Next, we are going back into the Old Testament. We're now in Psalm 79, starting in verse 1. God, the nations have come into your inheritance. They have defiled your holy temple. They have laid Jerusalem in heaps. They have given the dead bodies of your servants to be food for the birds of the sky, the flesh of your saints to the animals of the earth. They have shed their blood like water around Jerusalem. There was no one to bury them. We have become a reproach to our neighbors, a scoffing and derision to those who are around us. How long, Yahweh? Will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy burn like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that don't know you, on the kingdoms that don't call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and destroyed his homeland. Don't hold the iniquities of our forefathers against us. Let your tender mercies speedily meet us, for we are in desperate need. Help us, God of our salvation, for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations say, where is their God? Let it be known among the nations before our eyes that vengeance for your servant's blood is being poured out. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before you. According to the greatness of your power, preserve those who are sentenced to death. Pay back to our neighbors seven times into their bosom, their reproach with which they have reproached you, Lord. So we, your people and sheep of your pasture, will give you thanks forever. We will praise you forever to all generations. Lastly, we finish with Proverbs 24, verses 30 through 34. I went by the field of a sluggard, by the vineyard of the man, void of understanding. Behold, it was all grown over with thorns. Its surface was covered with nettles, and its stone wall was broken down. Then I saw and considered well. I saw and received instruction. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So your poverty will come as a robber, and your want as an armed man. We thank you this morning, Heavenly Father, for your word, for your Bible. We thank you that we're able to take this in and absorb it. I want to thank you for my surgery going well. And um, thank you for getting me back here to where I can get back into your word. Lord, I pray that this podcast and live stream would reach many people, that uh, people would want to interact with your word. And God, we ask that your Holy Spirit would do a great work. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us, and please remember that all our resources can be found on our social media page at readingtheoneyearbibletogether.com. Have a great day. Bye-bye.